Greetings, everyone. I'm Tom Poland, beaming out to you from the Sunshine Coast in Australia as ever. This is Marketing Invisible, joined today by Tom Martin. Tom, g'day, a very warm welcome from down under. Where are you hanging out, sir? Well, good day to you too. I'm actually here in New Orleans, Louisiana. And are you suffering from this extraordinary heat wave that's going through the South? Oh, yes. It has been the hottest summer on record. We've had like some of the hottest days ever in the city of New Orleans. It's been absolutely horrific. Yeah, and I've heard something like 40 days, successive days over 100 degrees, that sort of thing in some parts. It's just nuts and insane. Okay, well, fortunately, in the US, where they believe in air conditioning, unlike Europe, where they just open windows and put a ceiling fan on. <laughs> yeah, we've been uh, on I'm with you on the... I mean, we, I'm in a subtropical part of Queensland, yeah. Australia, and we just have air con on 24-7 for about four months. It's just... Yeah, it's it's and, and a swimming pool, please. It's it's not worth it otherwise living. Yeah, but off, I agree totally. Off off the climate, stay cool, yeah. as you probably will, folks. Tom is author of the Invisible Sale, and I, I just love that title for a whole bunch of reasons. But but chief of which, it just gets cut through, doesn't it? You just you hear that and you think about it and you think that's clever. He's a no nonsense, straight talking, thirty year veteran of sales and marketing businesses. He enjoys a stiff drink, a good debate, and helping people and organizations turn conversations into customers. And I would like to see you all do all those three things at once, Tom. That would be fun. We could get a good podcast out of that. <laughs> so you can try that. Let's talk about turning conversations into customers. Again, a, a great turn of phase. Our seven minute starts now. Question number one, sir, who's your ideal client? We have two. First is agencies that lack efficient, effective, or ongoing business development program in place, and we help them mm -hmm. create those. Or the other side of our business is small, privately owned companies that use human sales forces, primarily B2B, but also B2C, to prospect, nurture, and close. And if it happens to be a company where it's a very small sales force trying to cover a huge geography, that's our sweet spot because that's what we teach and the tools we built are specifically designed to help people network at scale, and that helps them out a lot. So inside of that, unpacking that a bit, it sounds like you're big on systems and processes, on tracks for salespeople to run on. How would you, because that, that's what I'm hearing is the common denominator between those two target markets, is the development of processes mm -hmm. that help people turn conversations into customers. What's the problem you solve? How would you define that? Obviously, there's a lack of sales, but... Is, yeah. is something beyond that? Is there something systemic? It really comes to two places. In the agency world, it tends to be the problem we solve is that agencies often are owned by people who don't think they're very good at selling, don't know how to sell, maybe dislike it because it makes them yeah. feel like a car salesman. And in the small business world, it tends to be, you know, the the business starts to see that their sales teams are plateauing on a per sale, you know, sales per salesman or salesperson mm. or revenue, et cetera. And, and they, no matter what they do, they just, they can't break through that. And in both cases, we're able to bring in our process, which we call painless prospecting and our sell greatly approach once you, you know, actually made a contact and we're able to show them how to apply these systematic approaches that, you know, really do produce conversations, help you manage the conversations better and ultimately convert them at a higher percentage into new clients than maybe traditional badgering sales techniques right. tend to produce. And another great turn of phrase, the painless prospecting, because have you found that when people have no fear of prospecting, they actually do it? And that core reluctance is, is often because they're sick of getting beaten up. 
Yeah, I think for us, what we find more is when people hear the word sell, you know, if you ask, they did some research on this and you say, you know, when, you, when I say the word sell or sell, selling, you know, what kind of words come to mind? And people will say things like coax, persuade, cajole, you know, all these sort of kind of negative words. And right. so I think that's what happens is, is that's how, what we associate. And as soon as we can break people free from that and help them realize that another def if you look up the definition for selling and the definition for helping in the dictionary, they're remarkably close, very similar. And so what we teach is that, look, stop thinking about it as you're selling. Just, you're just trying to help. You have a problem and either I can help you solve it or I know people or know things that can help you solve it. And, and at the end of the day, I just want to help you solve it. If it happens to me, you hire me. Great. If not, that's okay too, because you might hire me later or you might tell 10 people to hire me, in which case I win either way. That takes an awful lot of stress out of the relationship and Absolutely. helps folks to relax and focus on a solution. We've covered a couple of symptoms. So I'm going to skip to question four. You know, we're talking about growth oriented individuals and organizations here. They're going to try stuff to solve this selling problem. What would you say are a couple of the top common mistakes that people are making before they find your solution? Well, if it's in the agency world, they'll hire a rainmaker you know, a salesperson for the agency. And, and that usually more often than not completely backfires. Right. You also have people that will, you know, on the business side of it, you'll see, I see a lot of just doubling down on, on sort of that traditional sales as a numbers game mentality. They'll maybe just, you know, throw more people at it. Right. They'll start adding to their MarTech stack, thinking that somehow software is going to solve the problem, but they just, they won't or can't break free from that one-to-one -one selling mindset and, and break and, and rephrase, you know, just sort of recast it as a, you know, why do you want to just sell to one person when you could sell to a hundred and really not work any harder? And, and, and flip it. Reason. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and why do you want to constantly be the hunter and going out and finding, you know, prospects that you can bring? Why not spend your time becoming the prey and putting bait out there in the water? Kind of, you know, I'm sure you all do where you're at. Seafood's probably a big thing. I'm a big fan of, you know, just dropping bait in the water and sitting back, cracking a beer and, you know, pull the crab trap up an hour later and dinner. And I didn't have to work really hard uh, yeah, versus, you know, going fishing and I got to go catch every single fish, right? It's just a different mindset. And so we can flip that and people go, okay, we can fix this now. We can fix the problem in a way that scales, it, frankly. It sounds like mindset's a big part of what you're doing initially with not just during the teaching the sales process, but perhaps also during the, your own prospecting system oh yeah i mean uh, this is our system is based exclusively on becoming known for knowledge that you spread around the world freely try to help as many people as possible right. because some portion of those people are going to figure out it's not diy i can't do it myself they're going to hire you and even if they can't hire you they're going to tell 10 other people to hire you and and that produces a steady stream of really qualified prospects people oh. are pretty sure they want to do business with you gold before they ever pick up a phone gold absolutely so Let's shift on to top tip. We've only got a minute left, so we better fly. What's one top uh, tip that not going to solve the whole problem, but it might people no, get people I mean, look, Top tip is pick five people you want to work with, spend some time and research them, learn everything, you know, stalk them, learn everything you can about them, and then use that to build a dossier and use the dossier to find common connections or common ground between you and them, find a way to introduce yourself, and then just start you know, feeding them information, grow big ears and eyes and feed them information that you're pretty sure they're gonna find useful and interesting. And just, you know, eventually they'll talk back. And when they do enter a conversation, don't immediately try to start selling, continue building a relationship. Eventually you'll find an opportunity to, to start selling. And when you do, I think you'll find a much better success rate. 
Perfect. Loosened the lid on the jar. Thank you for that. 45 seconds left. One valuable free resource. Where can people go to find out more about your work, Tom? Well, the easiest place is to go right to our website at conversedigital.com. Click on the What We Think tab, and you'll drop into our Painless Prospecting newsletter archive, which is 13 years of everything we've ever written or said or thought about the subject. We add to it once or twice a month. Uh, You can sign up there to be notified when we do. And probably the single biggest free resource that we offer to folks. Folks, it's Converse, as in conversation, C-O-N-V-E-R-S-E, digital.com. If you go there and then go to the What We Think tab, sign up for the newsletter and get access to 13 years of Tom's stuff. Fantastic. (laughs) Tom, last question, sir. What's the one question I should have asked you but didn't? Oh, geez. I guess, you know, how do you stay cool when you're in a hundred and some degree weather nonstop all day, every day? And the answer would be you jump in your pool, you buy lots of ice and throw it in the pool because even the darn pool water is hot. Yeah, we get that in the summer here too. Tom Martin, thanks so much for your time. You're welcome. Appreciate you having me. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.